Hello and a very happy Christmas. Up next for your festive delight this Christmas day is I Am One, The Worst Bits, Volume 1. If you're familiar with I Am One, you'll know it's a satirical programme that takes a cheery sideways swipe at Manx life, Manx politics, Manx culture and indeed Manx radio itself. Being a best of, it features names and voices past and present, be they politicians who are always coming and going or Manx radio presenters who are mostly going, usually to become Manx politicians. If you're not familiar with it, I can tell you it contains language and humour a little fruitier than our usual offering. It is not our intention to offend anyone on Christmas Day, so if such satirical humour and slightly stronger language is not to your taste, then the next 30 minutes would be an excellent time to explore the wonderful range of podcasts available via the Manx Radio website. Countryside is particularly good. Hopefully those who are familiar will stay with us and enjoy some sketches from the absurd joy over the last few years of strange life on the Isle of Man, which has gone to make up I Am One. Manx Radio, the national broadcaster of the Isle of Man, was first set up in 1849, but quickly closed again after management realised radio hadn't been invented yet. It reopened in 1964 and has broadcast the same programmes continuously since then, with short toilet breaks using the tried and trusted formula of getting people to talk into microphones. Generations of loyal listeners have grown up with the station and quite a few have died listening to it, leading to the daily obituaries consistently achieving some of its best listening figures. The nation station started life in an old caravan on a tip, before moving to a top-secret radar training base on Douglas Head. While still top-secret to many island residents, it now uses radar instead of radar as a way of trying to discover which way it's heading. The station is widely accepted as being at its best during periods of extreme weather, when it broadcasts the message All island roads are lethally dangerous, stay at home, unless you're a radio presenter, constantly interspersed with messages telling you everything is cancelled. The following programme offers a unique fly-on-the-wall look at the daily workings of what goes on at IM1. Today, like every day, we'll be talking about the climate emergency, the environment, the environment again, bees and learning how to give your kippers an added kick by smoking them using CPD oil. And in an effort to make the programme vaguely listenable, we'll be keeping all interviews to less than a minute. And all of your favourite politicians will be talking whilst accompanying themselves on their favourite instrument. We'll start, as is tradition, with green issues, and in the light of the recent Timwall debate on the climate emergency, Bill Shimmins explains his concerns with the emissions from other Timwall members' cars. He spoke to us whilst warming up his tuba. I had a wander around the Timwall members' car park this morning. There's a fair number of high-powered high-polluting vehicles in there. So what I was saying is given all the positivity that we've got in terms of we need to to, to meet the climate change emergency, how will that car park look in six months' time? Will there be more environmentally friendly vehicles there? Or should, should there be fewer vehicles because more people perhaps could walk? Or actively commute or take public transport. Business now, and here's Rianne Wing Attack Evans. Good morning from the business desk. SLD partners say they've decided to sponsor the Women's Netball League on the island for the second year running. The £5,000 funding means really good players, like me for example, will be able to get even better in nice surroundings. 
The local branch of Marks and Spencer has agreed to donate out-of-date fruit and vegetables to the island's sports stars of tomorrow. The women's youth netball team will be able to gorge themselves healthily on old plums, grapes and cherries after training free of charge all summer. Head coach Randy Leggings says it's great news for the girls and the fruit, which now won't be buried or given to scrounging pensioners. And legal firm Bosporus Charlton Bedding have appointed a new head of digital scrutiny. Saskia Hankies was educated at Oxford and before moving to the island worked for Barton, Barton and Barton in compliance. When not working, she enjoys scrumping and playing netball at a very high level, like me. Starting out keeping goal for the Yorkshire team, the Bakewell Tarts, she went on to Oxford's Blue Movers as wing attack and most recently as goal shooter for the Singapore Slings when she achieved an all-time record score in the South Asia Compliance Netball Finals against world-ranking team the Hong Kong Harlots. Welcome, Saskia, who'll be joining my team now. And that's your business news for this morning. Speaking Manx now with Mish Mercer. Well, hey. Well, hey, you wouldn't you? Mish, there's been a lot of talk about the climate emergency of late. What's an emergency in Manx? Well, it's usually the word itty, a word which rhymes with gritty, giving a clue to its earthy roots. Literally stony ground where things are likely to be problematic, particularly parsnips and longer moots. Organic. Oh, oh, I yeah. So if we think of the air above the ground, the, the, the climate, if you will, how do you express that in local Gaelic? Yes, uh, that, that's a complex noun, um, other and com, the com bit relating to the ancient Manx comma, literally, uh, meaning, you know, the, which isn't underneath our feet, with other loosely translating as uh, and, and we can't see it. So that which isn't underneath our feet and we can't see it is air, or in this case, the, the local climate. That's fascinating. For some I expect. Now, if we take the word how uh, in English, a word I'm fond of for obvious reasons, but in this case as an adverb, but what's that? Uh, it's it's tor, like the guy in uh, in, in Contiki, tor hyadal, but not related in any way yes, whatsoever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what have you wanted to say? How shall? Hmm. Uh, well, normally shall would be the word uh, bol, like in bol weevil. But when it follows a word related to the famous 1947 journey of a Norwegian explorer on a raft, it's hyphenated with the K from the word contiki in memory of the event. So it's a cabal. Uh, is that unique to the Manx language? Oh, well, I think so, wouldn't you? Mm. Uh, now, to deal with something, how's that phrase? We're not talking cards here, I assume. So we're back with the complex form, exfroas. And what would be the simple form? Uh, that There isn't one. Again, a, a peculiarity of Manx. Never use a simple form when a complex one is available. Yeah. The, the word with, we, we've had that preposition before. Uh, yes, indeed. So it's the same here? No. Ah. Uh, what is it? Uh, it's the, the shortened word uh, set. Shortened? Yeah, well, yes, it, it did have an extra letter E, but, uh, but Mona Douglas removed it in uh, 1927 to, to save time. So... If we've followed that with the definite article the, with the. Yes, then it would be followed by the word upjetten. Yeah, yet again, a typical Manx word from the late 17th century with far more letters than it actually needs. So then, if we were to ask the question, how shall we deal with the climate emergency? Uh, well, it would be talk bollocks for hours, then set up another effing committee. More next time. Garamayad Glaston. Emu, wouldn't you? Music to your heart from our souls. The nation station.
Hello, I'm Andy Wint, and this is The Gamelin Line. 60 minutes of news, views, and great traditional music from Bali, Java, and Indonesia. Today, Southern MHK Jason Moorhen talks in depth about his 47 questions in this week's Keys sitting, while playing the triangle. We'll have business, or at least news, of someone who's changed a desk in an office on Athol Street, the weather read by an annoying toddler, and the sports second with Chris Cave. But first, let's kick things off with Ida Widawati and the Gamelan classic, Sanko Ratu Kulu Kulu Gangkang Gamelang. Time for the news in full. That's 90 seconds from the Isle of Man and 20 seconds for the rest of the world. With Sean Cowper. Moramai Sean. Moramai Alex. Moramai Ben. Moramai Sean. Moramai everyone. Moramai. Moramai. There's a yellow weather warning in place today for an amber weather warning later on. Tim Glover has more. Much more. The yellow warning from the Met Office is for winds entirely in line with the season. However, by 2pm there's the possibility of an amber warning, meaning gusts high enough to flatten pensioners wandering aimlessly around looking for an open post office within a 10 mile radius of where they live and blow small children over hedges. The steam packet has already said if the boat does sail it may sink, but a final decision on that will be made by a government vote later. At Ronaldsway, planes are taking off a lot faster than usual and the Northern Civic Amenity site is closed, but that's hardly news. However, with some six months to go, TT organisers say it's still too early to say if racing will be delayed. And in sport, Mark Cavendish has just won the Tour de Barnsley again. Talking to Twitter shortly after his victory, he said, I can't believe I've just won the Tour de Barnsley again. I think it was because I paddled faster than every and every and every other person. Totally Now it's time for Manx Road Watch, part of the station's public service broadcast remit to remind people of problems they've already known about for ages. Yes, and looking at the Manx roads today and the Stugadoo Road is still viciously Manx even if most people don't know where it is. Spit Corner in Peel remains controversial though, more Manx than Weatherglass Corner. Whilst there's also confusion today over a Kreutlaui or Kratlaui and Lineg or Linig. Old favourites such as Balaf, yes they look like they can still be pronounced properly only by Manx people of several years standing. Whilst Begaro is still a complete disaster area for anyone with fewer than five generations of Manxness under their Baylor Twine belts. Uh, looking towards the middle of the Isle of Man, the uh, Ballamore, the Strait, struggling with some long-term anglicisation. In some areas, it's become the Ballamoda Strait. In the north, Andrea is still being pronounced Andrus by those who want to sound Manx, even if they aren't, but not by anyone else. Uh, Peel wrote Craig Willies and the Slock, fairly Manx still today. In the north, the Moorig Park being completely bastardised <laughs> into Moorig, uh, whilst Peel's latest pub has just given up, it seems, altogether and named itself after one of the few things that the Isle of Man has never had. Kirsty Young Light, Beth Espy, is recording Conister Rocks, a programme similar in every way to Desert Island Discs, only with less famous guests, fewer records and colder water. As usual, Beth has all three of her children with her in the studio, along with several belonging to her neighbours. Manx Radio is an equal opportunities employer, and the children get paid bugger all, the same as Beth. 
Her guest today, Sarah Hendy, is well known to Manx Radio as she works there. She's appearing on today's programme as Beth has run out of energy and any more original ideas, and Sarah only sits three feet away. Hello and welcome to Conister Rocks. My guest today is a name well known to everyone, though mostly her family and members of the Celtic Weirdy Beardy clan. Sarah Hendy is best known for, well, only known for really, her seminal arts programme Spotlight, the one programme on Manx Radio in which arty types get the chance to mouth off at length about... Quiet now, dudes. I'm recording. ...about any artistic venture in which they're involved, regardless of whether they're any good or not. She's also widely tipped as being the next Judith Lay, albeit with less interest in hedonistic pursuits, and has already proved her mettle as being one of the few outside of Judith herself to sit through 11 hours of guild classes back-to-back without punching anyone. Thank you for coming in today, Sarah. Oh, it's my pleasure, Beth. So I must say, having heard some of your other guests, I'm not really certain why you'd want me on on the programme. Oh, Chris Stott's flight from Texas was cancelled and Christy didn't have anyone else lined up. Right, kids, I mean it. Quiet. Seriously now. Shush. Quiet. Quiet. Shut the f*** up. Now, Sarah, you're still in your 20s. When did you first realise that you wanted to sacrifice a sustainable life in order to work here at Manx Radio? Well, Beth, I think everyone in life has a calling. I don't think I did. I'm sure that's not true. Look at all the pleasure you bring to people now with your broadcasts. I mean, it's obvious. No, really, it isn't. Why not? I wanted to be a call girl. Mr. Davies, can I have a... No, Ori, you can't. Just sit down again and finish your Red Bull and stop doing that to Tamsin. She'll go blind. So is it a love and passion for art in all its forms and a passionate drive to explore and publicise the creative mind which brought you here? Be honest now. No one's listening. Oh, uh, well, if, if I'm being honest, I was just bored out of my skull at my previous job, even if the money meant I didn't have to do night shifts on a scallop dredger as I do now. It was this or artistic director of the Sale Gallery, and that's a bit like being captain of the Titanic, isn't it? So uh, here I am. Let's have your first track. I'm guessing it's something quirky infused with a Celtic humour. You're bob on there, Beth. It's Roy Chubby Brown and Big Boobs Bertha. Hello, I'm Maurice Powell. Welcome to A Little Light Death Metal. Tonight on the programme, we'll be hearing from one of my favourites, and I hope they're one of yours too, Cannibal Corpse, with a really lovely arrangement of their classic anthem, Frantic Disembowelment, from the charming Wretched Spasm album. We also have a little Morbid Angel and some Suffocation, an a cappella version of the Two Little Herd, in my opinion, Meat Hook Sodomy. That's from an old LP I have of Butchered at Birth, so stay with me, it's not as kitsch as it sounds. But to get us going this evening, a little carcass and a stirring rendition of Captive Bolt Pistol. I've got a question for you. What can be black, white, Persian, oriental, unique, extremely useful, warm, sometimes beautiful, or just shaggy? Give up? They're immigrants to the island. See our extensive collection in shops in Douglas, Castletown, Port Erin, Peel, Kirkmichael, Ramsey, Jerby, banks, care homes, trust companies, e-gaming firms, car washes, farms, 
cleaning firms, lawyers, local authorities, garden centres, pubs, hotels, restaurants and schools. Try one today. They're like Manx workers, only better. And fantastic value. Immigrant workers. They speak your language. And probably several others. Where shall we eat? Mm. Somewhere clean and convenient. Mm. Somewhere you can enjoy contemporary cooking every day. Mm. Somewhere with a friendly atmosphere and people you know. Mm. Somewhere where the food is just what you want, when you want it, and in quantities you can manage. Yeah. Somewhere where you know it's always value for money. Yeah. Somewhere you can belch and fart loudly at the end of the meal without embarrassment. <sighs> or take your coffee and the paper through to the bog without anyone looking. Somewhere you can get pissed out your mind and not have to worry about driving. <sighs> where is this? That's right, at home. Hmm? Tasty food, which is just like homemade, because it is. The stakes are high. The road is unforgiving. But for those who dare to dream, it's the race of a lifetime. Speed. Agility. The ultimate test. Now from the makers of the Isle of Man TT video game, a thrilling new sequel in road racing, Parish Walk Simulator. Play across more than 80 miles of virtual tarmac through 17 virtual parishes at speeds you never thought were possible. Marvel at the mouthwateringly realistic blister graphics, with playable characters including Jock Waddington, Big Willie Corkill, and that fella who got done for doing that thing outside the woman's window. Play against your friends online in real time. Come on, son! You've been on that bloody thing for 23 hours! Your dinner's going gold! Shut up, Mum! I'm nearly through London! Parish Walk Simulator. All the thrill of the world's ultimate road race without moving a muscle. Coming soon. I joined Onken Commissioners when I was 55. I don't know why they picked on me. I was always scared and worried. Even at home, they'd message me all the time about how I'd vote on minor planning applications or whether the civic service should be held on a Wednesday or a Thursday. I just wanted to hide. But coming to commissioner support turned my life around. I feel better, stronger. I know I can get past this. No commissioner should face fear alone. For help, contact commissioner support. And first today on the show, we have a disturbing report on the plight of some of the Manx residents who were forced to endure a two-week stay in a top hotel after returning to the island during lockdown. Many of them were returning to the island directly from several weeks in the midst of some well-publicised hotspots such as the Gold Coast, Lanzarote, Saint-Tropez and the Maldives. Local democracy reporter Fender Stratocaster has this story reporting. She'll be coming round the mountain when she comes. She'll be coming round the mountain when she comes. She'll be coming round the mountain. Coming round the mountain. Coming round the mountain when she comes. Right, 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 right. Can you stop that, please? Stop it. Come on, we're not licensed for music on these trips, you know. You can do the actions if you want. Sit, sit down, please, everyone. Put your seatbelts on like I told you to. Oh, come on. A covert recording made at huge personal risk by one of the many internees being transported via a coach to what some people have called condits gives you a sense of the terror and stark conditions which many of them have had to face before they even arrived at what was to be their prison for several days. Jack, not his real name, though personally I prefer it, told me more 
we couldn't smoke, sing or drink for the entire journey. There was no toilet on board. How, f- how far was this? All the way. All the way. From the boat right through the entire journey. To Santon? That's right. There was no decent air conditioning. The seats were... Well, how shall I put it? Uncomfy? Well, not so much that as... as well, they weren't leather or sheepskin. And you were forced to sit on those? We were. We were. The women as well. There was no standing while the coach was moving at all. We were actually strapped into them. Seatbelts? That's right. We weren't allowed to unfasten them until the coach stopped. But things were only to get worse for the inmates. Shirley, that is a real name, but never mind, was horrified when she reached her bedroom. I took one look, and I knew. I almost cried. Those pillows. They were real feather, not hypoallergenic. Did anyone offer to swap them? Well, yeah, but they said it could take an hour or so while they got everyone checked in. Were you offered any food or drink while you waited? Nothing, other than the welcome fizz and canapes. I took one look at the duvet and said straight away, what the hell is that? What did they say? Well, the girl looked at me and said, a a duvet, sir. Well, I know that, I said, but what tog is it? 13.5, she said. 13.5 in April? I said, change it now for nothing higher than a 10.5 now. She just smiled at me and walked away. Inmates were then forced, or at least asked, to sit in their rooms for several hours with nothing more than a TV, Netflix, well-stocked minibar, packets of dry roast nuts, chocolate bourbons, English breakfast tea bags, Nescafe sachets, a kettle, Wi-Fi and a Gideon Bible for company. Some were so stressed, they actually took to reading it. On the third day, I think it was, they all just became a blur of box set binge-watching and serving Amazon Prime after a while. They came to my room with a tray and, and placed it on the table. What was on it? It was a supreme of chicken with tarragon, new potatoes, petit pois, baby carrots. But but then... Then... Do you want me to stop recording? No, no, I'll be, I'll be alright. I, I want people... I want government to know. Then, without warning, the waiter, he, he poured out a glass of red wine. Red wine with chicken. Other inmates had similar horror stories to tell me. No silver service with the vegetables, toiletries which weren't always molten brown, and some evenings with no little chocolate on their pillow at bedtime. Manx Radio has contacted the hotel management, who've described the inmates as the most ungrateful group of customers they've ever had. An investigation has been launched on the island by at least one bored MHK into a breach of human rights. All the inmates have now been released. The long-term effect on their mental well-being, however, is still being assessed, though most of them have now lost the weight they put on. Fender Stratocaster reporting, and if you've been affected by any of the issues raised in his report, you can speak to the Department of Tourism directly. Or read the ratings on TripAdvisor and make your own mind up. Let's have some bony M. It's 10.35, competition time. Our morning teaser we called the bit before the music begins. If you haven't played it before, it's very simple. I select a classic track from the 60s, 70s or 80s, but instead of playing the whole track, I'll just play you a little clip from Before the Music Begins. All you have to do is tell me what the track is. Simples. So, here we go then. The bit before the music begins. And all I'm going to tell you today, it's a classic smash hit from between 1969 and 1980. I can't tell you any more. I'll give it away. Just have a listen to this. 
Have you got it yet? Right, I'll play it again. But now, Max Radio, we offer you a choice of listening. If you've already died, stay tuned to FM 97.2, where there's more of the same from the last 50-plus years. From your nation station, the voice of man, kick FM, friendly listening station, bane of your life, online, on air, on drugs, ongoing forever, national broadcaster, you know you want it, really, on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and the Manx Radio portal, the new Radivision. If you're alive, but you've just lost the will to live, then retune to AM 1368, where it's time for today's Timwood sitting live from the chamber at least live-ish. Hello, everybody, members of the public, valued stakeholders and declining listenership. Today, I'm going to be showing you a favourite of mine, which I like to rustle up for friends in Douglas, Onkun and Braddon. Like most of my choice dishes, it's not a simple one and requires around 450 reading hours of preparation and even more ingredients. Yes, today we're going to be baking an eastern area flan. First, you want to take a fresh public consultation. If you can get one with a low number of respondents, that's best. Yes, just break it up in your hand and into the bowl, then dilute the consultation with a pint of rhetoric. Now, some people like off the shelf, but I use my own, it's always better. Now mix that together and you should see the consultation start to lose its original shape. Once that begins to happen, you need to add more than a bag and a half of developer interest, take a pinch of genuine resident concern, jumble it together, place the mixture in the oven, Max Gas Mark 8 for the over 75 minutes. Simple. You have to go there and be locked up in quarantine At breakfast they don't serve butter but margarine Fourteen whole days, I think I might vent my spleen At the Comis Hotel I get all my food from a vending machine If I try to leave I'll get put in a guillotine Fourteen more days and then hopefully I can leave The Comis Hotel there's never been a better time to travel with the Isle of Man steam packet. Why, you ask? Well, it's simple. There's no one on it. No kids, no yobs, no bikers, no music, no gambling machines, no queues, no cars, and no excessively loud films. And chances are, you aren't the only one being sick on board. The Isle of Man steam packet. Better when no one is on it. Oh, and remember, you're still paying for it, one way or another. Panic bought all this stuff in March and now it's just taking up space. Tired of vital supplies taking up space in your home, garage or critical care unit? Fears of the apocalypse subsiding for the time being? Ready to embrace normality after months of stockpiling? Call Kameen's Scrap PPE. The only name you need when it comes to medical surplus. We'll get rid of your unwanted life-saving supplies with good prices on masks, bog roll, hand wash, ventilators and more. What will you do with all that PPE? Easy. We'll break it down and fill in the potholes. Good thinking, Kameens. Now that virus is dead and gone, let's move on. Kameens, scrap PPE. Call today and keep the virus at bay. Hello, I'm Colonel David Ashford. You may know me as the Health Minister, but what you may not know is I make delicious chicken nuggets. So come and eat at my new chain of restaurants, the DAHFC, David Ashford Hearty Fried Chicken in Williston. Let's see what our customers think. 
Mmm. David, how do you make it so delicious? The total number of confirmed ingredients is 246. 6,000 people have been with nuggets, with 28 waiting for an ashy meal. Struth, this chicken is divine. A real treat for the Great Manx public. N not everyone can be a cordon bleu chef, but you are, sir. Even our biggest attractors can't say no to the DAHFC. I came here to complain about gross misuse of planning under emergency powers, but left with a scrumptious high-carb meal for all the family. But what about the condiments? Has anyone thought about the condiments? Never mind that. So get yourself down to DAHFC. Once you've had it, you know you've got it. Coming this Christmas from Culture Vanin. Now that's what I call Manx Christmas carols. It's another COVID conference, blah 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 Watch as Howard spouts his nonsense, blah 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 Featuring all your favourites remastered for 2020! Oh come all ye wealthy, high-net-worth and archy Oh come register your jet planes be Special 10 CD box set performed by the Regabee Singers. I saw key workers sailing into Douglas Bay, to Douglas Bay. Popped in the shops, I called the cops, and now they're sleeping in Jerby. It's the ideal gift for a deaf relative. O-N-S-C, O-N-S-C, where the f*** are thy water size in Turkey? Turkey. Now that's what I call Manx Christmas Carols. Available in all good retailers for just two and six. That was I Am One, The Worst Bits, Volume One, a selection of sketches and parodies from the last few years of Manx Radio's satirical comedy show of the same name. In order to prevent prosecution under the Trade Descriptions Act, Volume One does not automatically mean there will be a Volume Two. If you want more, they're all available in their entirety as podcasts on the Manx Radio website. So there. <laughs>